And now it's time for us to discuss more of these headlines and simple keywords with Adam joining us via Zoom. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, Lena. Happy hump day. Happy hump day indeed. We're halfway there. Not too shy. We are halfway. Yes, glass is half full, as always. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Adam. Let's jump into this morning's local headlines. We're going to start out with our first keyword of the day. Double standard. So the powerful sister of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has lashed out at the UN Security Council, accusing it of applying a double standard. What's the latest? Right. Kim Yo-jung's comments uh, came following a UNSE meeting uh, that was convened to discuss the regime's latest ICBM launch. And Kim claimed the UNSC, while turning a blind eye to military exercises and defense augmentation by the U.S. and South Korea, took issue with what she called the North's responsive exercise of its invoidable right to self-defense. Uh, she argued that it is a double standard to criticize North Korean missile launches while turning a blind eye to what she called dangerous military exercises by South Korea and the U.S., as well as what she called greedy arms buildup targeted at the North. And she also warned that Pyongyang would take the toughest counteraction to the last should anybody slanderous exercise of the self-defense rights. Now, the U.S. and 13 other countries presented a joint statement after that UNSC meeting calling for punitive action from the Council and urging Pyongyang to abandon its weapons program. Calling the move disgusting, Kim dismissed the effort as an unfair attack on her country. And she also criticized what she termed grave political provocations, attempting to drive the Korean Peninsula situation into a new phase of crisis and a violent infringement of the North's autonomy. Now, the U.S., meanwhile, has expressed uh, regret over the lack of action after the UNSC meeting, um, White House National Security Council official John Kirby said China is not putting the kind of pressure it can on North Korea to help stop Pyongyang from continuing with its provocative actions. Uh, a Defense Department spokesperson also said the U.S. will continue to work with China and others uh, on North Korea. Um, South Korea also says it may review slapping sanctions that target North Korea's cyberspace mm. activities should Pyongyang uh, continue its provocation. So inaction from the UNSC, but it seems like there is some action that could come out from South Korea. All right. With that, we move on to our second keyword of the day. Growth Outlook. So the OECD has lowered its outlook for South Korea's economic growth for next year, citing uncertainties in the global economy. So can you tell us the details of this report? Right, sure. The OECD said in its latest report that Korea is expected to grow 1.8% in 2023, lower than its previous forecast of 2.2%. And it assessed that the war in Ukraine is pushing prices up while slowing down economies around the world. It also assessed that rate hikes delivered by central banks worldwide pose risks, especially for emerging economies. Uh, the report said a private spending in Korea has made a solid recovery, but can be weakened by a slowed growth of disposable incomes due to high inflation. Uh, exports are also anticipated to be affected by the sluggish performance of uh, chips, as well as the weak global demand. Um, now, the OECD added that possible corporate insolvencies and housing price adjustments, all affected by mounting repayment burdens shouldered by borrowers, can work as downside risks mm. for spending and investment in Korea. Um, the organization recommended Korea to embrace monetary policy tightening, 
so that it can continue to re-anchor inflation expectations. So basically telling the central bank to continue with its monetary tightening and uh, inflation uh, interest rate hikes. Uh, it also assessed that fiscal consolidation should proceed while it proposed fiscal rules should be adopted by the National Assembly to help reduce inflationary pressures uh, and prepare for rapid population aging, a chronic issue that has plagued Korea for years now. Um, the OECD also advised Korea to narrow the gap between large and small companies in terms of productivity. Uh, meanwhile, the growth outlook for the global economy came to 2.2% for next year. That's unchanged from the previous estimate. Okay, so the larger narrative, it seems, remains very much intact. The numbers may differ a little bit. Uh, however, mm-hmm. the larger narrative is still very much the same. Right. Let's move on to uh, concerning news uh, right here at home for us. This is our third keyword of the day. Labor strikes. Uh, this is why there was perhaps massive traffic uh, around the National Assembly yesterday. I didn't realize mm. until belatedly. One of Korea's umbrella labor unions says it will carry out a series of large-scale general strikes starting today to demand more labor rights. But there was already movement yesterday setting the stage, so to speak. What's the latest? Right. Already movement happening indeed, and not just one strike, but a series of strikes as well. So, of course, a lot of disruptions are expected uh, in a wide range of uh, services. Now, the declaration came after several individual labor groups belonging to the Umbrella Union announced their respective walkout plans, starting with those by the Korean Public Service and Transport Workers Union, uh, which starts today, in fact. Mm -hmm. The Cargo Truckers Solidarity will go on strike Uh, Tomorrow, unions of contract school and public service workers will stage walkouts on Friday and unionized workers of Seoul Metro and Korea Railroad Corporation are also scheduled to go on strike the following uh, week. Now, the uh, KCTU has been pressing the government and the National Assembly to enact an additional law to prevent fatal accidents at construction sites Mm -hmm. and extend a freight rate system guaranteeing basic wages for truckers. Those two issues are basically key sticking points between um, management, the government, and the labor unions. Uh, They called on the government to extend the rate system beyond its scheduled expiration at the end of this year. And they also want the government to expand the system to more drivers. Now, the government and the People Power Party, in response to this, actually agreed to extend the system for another three years, but they did dismiss calls for expanding it, citing safety concerns. Uh, Other demands include the suspension of the government push to privatize transportation, uh, medical and other public services, as well as the revision of the labor law to limit employers' damage claims against labor unions. Now, the government said it will also sternly respond to any illegal activities by labor unions or employers. And President Yoon has also instructed um, relevant ministries to deal sternly to such illegal acts as well. Mm. So another hardline stance from the government. Uh, but, do, but it does seem like some concessions are being made in terms of that uh, freight uh, rate system as well. And I mean, the calls have been only growing louder in the recent years. So perhaps mm. it's something that needs to be resolved in a more timely fashion, as you've said. What does this mean for uh, disruptions for someone like you and I to go about a regular day? So there you have it. Right. The labor strikes are happening starting today. Let's move on to our fourth keyword of the day. Cabinet meeting. 
So President Yoon has instructed his cabinet to follow up on his recent summits with foreign leaders to produce concrete results. Run us through what he said during his recent cabinet meeting. Right. Well, it was his first cabinet meeting since returning last week from Southeast Asia, and he urged ministries to follow up on deals and agreements that were made during the trip to produce concrete results for the national interest, in his words. And he said the international community wants to expand cooperation not only in areas where South Korea leads, such as semiconductors, but also in cultural content. And Yoon called for bipartisan cooperation uh, cooperation for the sake of the national interest, quoting the famous statement by Senator Arthur Vandenberg, uh, politics stops at the water's edge. And he said... We're in a global market that is reminiscent of war, saying that the government must push businesses so that they can be competitive and create many jobs. Uh, He also instructed his aides to prepare all future overseas trips with a focus on business issues. Uh, Yoon also said he will meet with experts soon to draw up comprehensive measures to improve public safety. He again urged the government and police to provide full support to victims of the Itaewon crowd crush while thoroughly investigating its cause. Uh, the presidential office is reportedly reviewing the establishment of a special law, in fact, to mm. ensure the victims and uh, bereaved family members receive proper compensation. Mm. Um, the move comes as a special police task force is expected to announce the interim results of its investigation into the tragedy soon Mm. including whether public officials bungled their response on that tragic night because there were some disagreements coming from different parts of police and fire authorities we'll have to look for those investigations and see if that is a satisfying result in the meanwhile there are growing calls from those the bereaved families asking for proper sort of response to the stampede this is our fifth keyword of the day Demand for punishment. So the bereaved families of Samito and Crowdcrush are calling for the punishment of those who are deemed responsible for the tragic accident. What's the latest? Right. So it was a six-point proposal that was proposed during this press conference. So the families called for a sincere apology from the government, a thorough investigation into the tragedy, measures to allow victims or their families to participate in the ongoing investigation, Uh, provide assistance to the victims and set up memorials and measures to protect the deceased from being criticised. It was the first time that the families of the crush gathered and held a press conference to seek an apology from the government. Uh, The conference was organised in southern Seoul by Minbyan, or Lawyers for a Democratic Society, which it says legally represents the families of 34 of the 158 uh, people killed uh, during the uh, tragic incident. Um, the parents of the victims became tearful as they said who their children were and what they think went wrong that night. Mm. Uh, they also said the gov- uh, they also urged the government to press charges against anyone responsible for the deaths. Mm. Uh, and a Minbyan lawyer said the organization will officially announce what legal action will be taken after consultations with the bereaved families. Mm-hmm. So this was the first brief step from uh, at least a select member of the bereaved families, right, from the Itaewon mm. tragedy, speaking up and demanding more from the government. That apology, it seems, they want from the highest level of office. 
Right. There's also, there are also a, a lot of public outcry as well in terms of the ongoing investigation that's happening right now. There's been a lot of controversy surrounding it, saying mm. the scope of it isn't wide enough. Mm. Uh, not many high-ranking officials are being targeted mm. in the probe. A lot of people are getting away with uh, mm. what is basically um, the deaths of these young people. Mm. Uh, so, of course, the parents are also stepping up their voices as well to kind of put on the pressure on the government and top officials to try and get something done and fact find uh, the uh, or find the facts behind the the tragic incident I mean that that growing demand for a more thorough set of investigations come from the public right I mean this is mm. what the public is demanding and it seems that uh, they're inclined to answer I mean we're talking about the interior minister as Seoul city officials we'll have to wait and see if the investigations go that far up certainly do thank you very much Adam for today's coverage have a safe day we'll You're see you tomorrow. Welcome. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.